0: another
1: episode of Extraneous. Supernatural, y'all. We are here with another fun side episode since there was no Supernatural to watch this week.
0: Yeah, so we're doing another new thing. We've been spending a lot of time talking about Supernatural with uh, just about anyone who will listen. Truth. And one of the things that we realized is how great Supernatural is for anyone who likes television, no matter what kind of TV you're really into.
1: It's kind of like the joke that like, oh, Supernatural has a gift for that because it's (laughs) gone for so long, except like Supernatural has like an episode for that. Yes. Because like they've dipped their toes into at least every genre there is like almost anything you could come up with, there has been an episode in that vein and not to repeat myself, but in that vein, um, (laughs) we have a lot of really close friends who don't watch Supernatural and are just like, no, no there's 15 seasons and there's like monsters and stuff I don't want to. So we're like, okay, but how would we trick certain of our friends <laughs>
0: into maybe wanting to just a to little bit watch the show. How would we do it? And so what we did was take a look at Supernatural from the angle specifically of our friends who love, like, other family dramas. You know, your soapy shows, Mm -hmm. your Grey's Anatomy. Your your, This Is Us. Your This Is Uses, your Brothers and Sisters. (gasps) Brothers and Sisters? Oh, my God. I haven't (laughs) thought about that in so long. Yeah. Your Gilmore Girls. Your Gilmore Girls. And honestly made a list Mm -hmm. that is curated specifically for that taste palette yeah we are your supernatural sommelier and we're going to recommend you some episodes for the specific taste you're trying to hit we are like your spotify song algorithm but better so much better and this really works for supernatural fans Mm -hmm. as well not just like newbies because sometimes you just want What you want. Yeah, it's like what you're in the mood for. Like I
1: genuinely, I think we talked about this when we were writing this list, but like, man, I wish there was a button on Netflix that was like, what are you in the mood for? And I could click a mood and then also pick the series. Like because I've done that with like other long-running shows like Star Trek. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I want to watch a Star Trek, but what kind of Star Trek do I want to watch today?
0: Like, Like episode level. Yeah. Honestly, the number of times I will like go to Google. Usually it's, like, OTP episodes, so, <laughs> like, right? Come on. We have all yes. been, like, top ten Caroline episodes Did I just spoil something about myself.
1: Is that Supernatural? No, no, that no sorry. That is Vampire Diaries. Claroline. Yeah, I'm
0: a huge Klaus and Caroline. We're, we'll get into that later.
1: Klaus. I didn't know who the other Kla was. <laughs> no, but I do that, like, I will go into Doctor Who and just rewatch my favorite Rose 10s. Yeah. Like, because I just want some of that in my life, like... Here, I, just, I Now I keep thinking about well, the OTP episodes of <laughs> my favorite shows and how often I do that. Like, hi, what's up, my favorite or episodes. <laughs> come on. Come on. Okay,
0: Here are the, the top Supernatural episodes for family drama feels.
1: And right before, right before we start counting down, I would like to let you know that my name is Leah. <laughs> and my name is
0: Takiyah. Oh man, we got so deep into it. That should be a drinking game. How long into the episode? <laughs> so yeah, like these are not in order, right? So yeah, these are in chronological order, not like what's
1: the best and what's the worst. And again, there were over 300 episodes to choose from and we had lots and lots and lots of options. but this is this is kind of what we went with and we'll and and tell you what as a bonus, we'll tell you why. All right, so the first one is the pilot. Okay, now explain this one because when you first suggested
0: it, I wasn't sure and then you explained, this the feels,
1: angle on it,
0: yeah. Right. So first of all, this one feels so obvious to me because it's so family. Mm-hmm. It establishes everything about the Winchesters. You see them as small children, which always like warms the heart, and you get the like emotional resonance of why they're doing this. So it starts with the like you know, mom- like you get the them when they're younger. Yeah, but then you also get the brothers and that relationship like so strongly right off the bat Mm -hmm. you have all of the the subtext that they share the like secret language that they have together Mm -hmm. it's all right there it's beautiful it's establishing shot of the relationship for the rest of this series and you can't go without it
1: boom boom done so number two on the list is also from season one and it's home Again, I think this is kind of an obvious one. And if family drama is a thing, I think it's... Well, okay. So this is less drama and more heavy angst. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of drama,
0: right? I kind of... <laughs> I,
1: I chew on angst for breakfast. So I think it starts really well. Like the fact that they have to go back to their house. The fact that we're dealing with um, Sam having his vision. So you have Dean worried about him. Mm-hmm. You deal with Dean calling John and like clearly being upset. So you have that... You go through, they have the ghost of their mother, you have the fact that this is, you know, where they grew up and didn't get to have their life. You get the the family drama, honestly, of the mom who's, like, working really hard to take care of the two kids yeah, she has. Like,
0: there's so much family. There's a
1: lot of family and just talking. And then also the relationship that the boys have with Missouri, like... All of that stuff is really, really good. And then toss on top the mystery of why John is avoiding his sons. Yep. um, Is really nice. And I think an excellent thing for somebody who likes sort of general family
0: feels. Yes. I think home is good. What's next? Our next episode is What Is and What Never Should Be. That's season two, episode 20. That, again, has all of the pieces of like a happy family. Mm -hmm. So this is the episode in which the gen creates the dream world for Dean. Yes. You have both Dean and Sam in happy, fulfilled relationships. You have Mary Winchester still alive. uh, And she and John, you know, had a long relationship before he died. So it's all, like, so sweet and wholesome until it isn't. Mm -hmm. And I think that the tension between, honestly, what is and what never should be is really uh, meaty and and kind of a family drama of, Mm -hmm. like, the things that you wish you could have and the things that you actually have and shouldn't take for granted. Like, I feel like that's a theme in a lot of those like more soapy shows. And so it's like so prevalent in this episode. Mm
1: -hmm. Next up is a very supernatural Christmas from season three. Uh, You can go back and listen to our third episode. If you would like to hear me talk ad nauseum about this episode, Mm -hmm. but a very supernatural Christmas is really easy to, get somebody into for a multitude of reasons. Number one is it's a holiday episode. Everybody knows what a Christmas or Thanksgiving or Halloween episode of your standard dramas feel like. So for someone who likes themes to sort of sink their teeth or two or make them familiar with the world, even if they don't know it very well, like this is a good one. Seeing Sam and Dean when they're little And the fact that they're struggling, like, is really easy access to, like, automatically just have your heartstrings tugged. You're like, oh, my God, they're so small, and they just want to make each other happy, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) And then, like, getting to see them as they're older as well. So I think the mixture of the holiday with the flashbacks, with the, the clearly Sam being nervous to celebrate Christmas with his brother, even though he hates it. Like, all that stuff makes for a really, really, really easy entry point for anybody looking for a bit of a family to just gnaw on. Apparently I'm into chewing things today. (laughs) A little bit of
0: family drama and tension to just like get into. Our next episode is Dark Side of the Moon. That's season five, episode 16. And yeah, it, it has to be. This is the episode in which we see their heavens go through a lot of the special memories that they have that make up their happiest moments. And it's all family oriented. It's all the brothers together on Dean's side. And it's I mean complicated on Sam's side. I mean the angst of it all. The angst of it all. But it is really like Sam around dinner tables, Sam, you know, in a in a wholesome, loving space. It's them fighting to find their way like to each other. Oh, this show is so beautiful. We're only
1: halfway down the list. <laughs> okay, our next choice for this topic is season
0: nine's Bad Boys. I think it was your suggestion, Takia. Yeah. So season nine, episode seven, Bad Boys, is really interesting because it is younger Dean in this home for, you know, juvenile delinquents. And you see him in a space that you don't really see a lot. It's like him trying to have a normal life and who he meets and who caretakes Dean
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and Through that, you also see kind of like the shadow of the life that he's leaving behind, like John and Sammy off. And so there's a lot of emotional resonance between like Dean choosing to leave this life in the boys home that makes him happy and like gives him a lot of support that he's not necessarily getting on the road with his father in order to be with Sam in order to protect him. And you get the kind of really like wholesome family vibe like within the boys home and with the mentor guy who is in charge of it sunny sunny yes but you also get the like strong bond between sam and dean and mm-hmm. honestly like what their life is like in the impala like with their dad mm-hmm. and so it's just it's again there's a lot of like tension between types of home lives yep in supernatural and this is just like an episode that really brings it to the forefront
1: The next on the list is, technically, we cheated. The next on the (laughs) list.
0: We did. We cheated on this one. Is um,
1: All in the Family and We Happy Few, season 11, and that's episodes 21 and 22. All in the Family is the episode right after Chuck reveals himself for the first time before we know that he's actual, full, awful garbage. But (laughs) Chuck reveals himself, and we get to deal with a lot of the really interesting conversations between chuck and the boys in which like dean clearly has a problem with you know abandonment so he talks to god as if god was like his dad to abandon and simultaneously sam has a lot of putting god up on a pedestal and like thinking the almighty is like this really cool dude like there's a lot of the father and son dynamic in there is very 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 real even though we are talking about you know god and not actually john winchester And all of that continues through until you get to the end of the episode where Lucifer in Cass's vessel appears. And so that's why we wanted to... I'm sorry if you hear crashing in the background. Apparently, this is nothing but construction in this area. Sorry. But that goes into the second episode. And in We Happy Few, you get to see Lucifer and God having their sort of reconciliation and, and having it out. And it's the parent-child dynamic between two massive celestial beings is a very interesting spin on your typical family drama.
0: Yeah, I think that that's one of the things that I bring up with regard to Supernatural a lot, honestly, is that the family drama isn't just the feeling between the Winchesters, it's also biblical. Mm -hmm. It is, you know, all of the angels, it is all, it's God and his sister, it's, it's, it is biblical in nature. Mm-hmm. All right, what's the next one? The next episode is celebrating the life of Asa Fox. That's like, yeah. season twelve, episode six. You see the the larger hunter community. Mm-hmm. They're all coming together at this funeral for Asa Fox. Mary's there. You get um, honestly the twins yeah. uh, are really good, like families seeing another set of siblings in the hunting life. Yeah, and you just get the sense and the feeling of community that the Winchesters missed out on Mm -hmm. and the urge to connect with like fellow honestly like kind of kin in this life of hunting. It's all in this one home Mm -hmm. and so it just feels really like close and like Honestly, it feels like an episode of Brothers and Sisters, right? Yeah, no, it it definitely does. Like, there's
1: so many characters. We're here for a funeral wake of all things. Like, and I think you're right. Like, the Hunter community as found family is very interesting. Yeah, and then you have the the multiple moms of the episode because you have Mary, who's not talking to her kids. You have Asa Fox's mother, who has lost her son, and she's so for so long tried to dissuade him from being in the life. You have Jody, Jody, who's essentially like has like sidetracked so much of her life to help Claire and Alex and everybody and has been missing her dead husband and her dead son who potentially saw another life with Asa Fox but now he's gone so like you see her sorrow like there was a lot of very interesting different parental and child relationships spread out throughout this and then it's also like a fun mystery with lots of murder oh yeah you have to warn anybody who wants this that there's also demons and murder in this show yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry
0: Not just, it's not just family feels.
1: Next up on the list, uh, number nine, as a matter of fact, is Byzantium from season 14. This one is kind of an obvious one, but I really wanted to include something with Jack in it. And the opening of the episode in which Jack literally dies when Dean is not in the room. (laughs) And then they call Lily Sunder, who gives her life to save him. We see them mourning Jack and wanting him back and talking about him being their kid, even though, like, he's not their kid, but he is. Like, it's a lot of that. Basically, if you just want to, like, Really emotionally manipulate somebody into being like, Why did you make me watch the show where their son just died? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's this one. Like, this is the one that you're gonna get. Yeah. Like, the most direct, like, Injection. Like, are you sure this isn't an episode of This Is Us? Like, Like, I feel like Byzantium comes close.
0: I mean, we even see Jack in heaven with... With Kelly. Oh, my God. I totally forgot that. Yeah. Yeah. So his mom and Cass and it's just... There's a lot. Do
1: you drag this kid back down to Earth to be with his, like, new family? Or do you let him be in heaven with Kelly Klein until the empty shows up and everything goes wrong? But you know what I mean? Like, there's... Seeing Cass have to have that choice there for a moment is really interesting.
0: And then our last episode, which talk about injections of just like I mean. emotions, is Lebanon.
1: There is no other option. There like, is, this is no other option. This is the first episode that comes to your brain when you think, what is a family drama episode of Supernatural?
2: <laughs> I think it
0: has to be Lebanon. Season 14, episode 13, and it's the 300th episode. Mm-hmm. John Winchester comes back. And they get to sit around at the dinner table, and it's Mary and John and their boys, and it's just family.
1: Yeah, it's Mary and John getting to see each other and the love that is clearly between them. It's it's John and both Sam and Dean getting moments of catharsis and reconciliation and of apologies. Like, it has an actual dinner table scene. (laughs) There is nothing more classic family drama than that. Like... Yes, it's the 300th episode, so there's a lot of background. Yes. But, like, the bits of this episode that are recognizable to those who like the genre or if you're in the mood for these types of feelings, like, it's it's there. You don't have to dig too far to understand what is so great about this.
0: Yeah. And honestly, just to continue holding Lebanon as the, like, exemplary mm-hmm. episode of family drama, we actually uh, made a friend watch it with basically no other supernatural information. Yep. Just to see how someone who comes at television from maybe not the more supernatural-y monster angle would feel watching an episode of Supernatural. Yep. In like a half second, you're going to hear us sounding slightly different. All right, guys. So we just finished telling you which episodes you should watch if you love a family drama. Yep. And just to prove our point, we've brought in a co-worker friend Very special friend, co-worker. (laughs) This is a very special Supernatural episode. A very Supernatural Christmas. But we've brought someone in who has never watched Supernatural before. Yep. That's Uh, not
2: true. I watched like 40% of the pilot at some point (laughs) since I started paying for Netflix eight years ago. So, okay. Barely watched Supernatural before.
0: (laughs) An attempt was made? (laughs) Yeah, I don't... Does that count as an attempt? I don't know. To... One, watch an episode from the list and to talk about it so that we can honestly like mm-hmm. really drive home how this really feeds the need that anyone has for family <laughs> drama. It's a need and I was like for speed (laughs) (laughs) I look I'm I'm (laughs) ruling with this I'm sorry I'm just saying that we're right and Sierra's here here to tell (laughs) the audience how
2: right we are that's true
1: we are right Sierra would you like to A introduce yourself and then also B tell (laughs) the audience how right we are (laughs) (laughs) it's a
2: tall order just introduce yourself how about that I can do that my name is Sierra Fox I'm the programming director at Mischief Management and I have now watched two One and a half episodes of Supernatural in my life. What kind of shows do you normally watch? I am really a sucker for the like shows that um, people like to put down. So you're Grey's Anatomies and you're This Is Us. Like, Emotionally manipulative show? Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's a great phrase for Have it. we got a show for you, here. <laughs> it's called Supernatural. It's called supernatural. <laughs> I will say I don't tend to go for like fantasies. Uh, I'm trying to find an adjective that isn't supernatural. <laughs> uh, supernatural. Yeah, like speculative. Yeah. Um, I really like to know all of the rules of the world from the moment I'm drawn into are you it. are talking
0: about? The rules just keep changing.
1: <laughs> they are well defined in the pilot and then slightly alter over 15 years <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
2: The line just keeps moving. (laughs) It was very interesting to be dropped in the middle and to wonder whether this was a thing that was, you know, well-defined and I just didn't know because I don't know the show Uh or if this is just like a, no one knows what's happening. We're going to go with it. Oh, so to
1: just further emphasize exactly how far we dropped Sierra into it. Sierra, do you recall the name of the episode that we asked you to watch?
2: Lebanon. Whoops.
1: (laughs) So we dropped her into alternate reality time travel Season 14. (gasps) Episode
2: 300. (laughs) (laughs) It was intense. I'm not going to lie. So what did you think of the episode? Honestly, you gave me the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child of supernatural episodes. (laughs) Please please explain. explain. Which I thought was very interesting. So Harry Potter and the Cursed Child has a lot of elements that are similar to this episode. For example, time travels, alternate timelines, parents and children. Mm -hmm. And I am a sucker for that play.
1: I definitely didn't think about this sort of time travel, not time travel, but you know what I mean? Like the alt timeline-esque nature of this. I did not think of that when we assigned it. I was only thinking of John Winchester and his boys.
0: Yes. I did love giving you Denny Duquette. Yes! (laughs) That that was the other one. That's the thing. Like
2: it was, Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Is the split timeline thing something that happens at any other point in the show, or is this a new phenomenon?
0: There are alts that have occurred. Yeah, but it's always been fixed. Yes. Supernatural becomes very multiverse Mm -hmm. in a, like, weird way. Like, it kind of sneaks up on you. I would not describe it that way, like, at all. Yeah. But there are, throughout the show, you get a lot of these meta episodes happen in different universes. Yeah.
1: There are landmark moments. The Probably the most notable episode that is very well-known is from season six, and it's called The French Mistake. And in it, Dean and Sam, the characters, are transported by an angel to an alternate reality in which they are Jared Padalecki and Jensen Eccles playing Sam and Dean Winchester on a TV show called Supernatural.
2: No. So they, <laughs> are,
1: they are sent through a window into basically our universe. So that is an what? episode that happens. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's the most meta
0: episode they've ever done. I yes. will say,
2: I would watch that episode. Yes. It's an
0: ex- it's an ex- yeah, it's, a, it's really a really good episode. episode. <laughs> um, also, season six, right? My heart will go on. I think that's
2: season seven. Is it? I don't know. You watched them all really quickly. That's
0: still, no, because it's a, it's still, what's his face? Who I want to call Gideon. But it, that's not. Balthazar. Balthazar. It, it is, is it's season six. My bad. <laughs> so, in that episode, someone goes back in time and stops the Titanic from sinking. And so we, in in the real world, I guess... In, in the supernatural prime world. In the supernatural world, are dealing with all of these souls that are now alive that shouldn't have been. And, like, all the slight differences. Like, in the show, Sam and Dean don't drive an Impala. In this world, they drive, like, a Mustang. Oh, no, it's a Camaro. They drive a Camaro. There are plenty of episodes that kind of throw into question, like, what the universe is mm-hmm. or, like, looks like and that sort of thing. So there's some time travel. There's... Honestly, they go to parallel worlds. Like, there's Mm -hmm. a lot in there. Yeah, those things all exist.
1: And I believe that one of the primary characters in the show is God. And God has explained that of all the Sams and Deans in the universes, you guys are my favorites. Like, that's something that's been said. So, like, sweet of God. It's not. It's not. uh, (laughs) So, like, all two universes exist. And the primary universe has changed. However, it has always been reset. Yes. So, Lebanon is one of those examples in which, like, there is no permanent ramification of... This happening. Yes. So
0: basically that is to say, I wouldn't say it's a regular occurrence, but it does happen.
1: I appreciate that you asked a fairly simple question. (laughs) And we (laughs) just went on for like let me tell you the whole (laughs) history of supernatural. (laughs) I mean, the show is called Extraneous.
0: That's
1: fair. I thought you were about to say the show is called Supernatural. And I was like, that's also fair.
0: (laughs) What was your favorite part? What did you pick up on? Tell us about Lebanon from your perspective. Yes. I'm dying to know how it felt
2: i will say by the end i was a little i was kind of emotional and i don't get overly emotional watching television like i'm not going to lie and tell you that i cried because like tv doesn't really make me cry what are um, you
0: talking about you're not just like blubbering like a baby every time a single man tear goes down single
2: man tear. i have uh, is it a tear from a man who is unattached or uh, it's both okay but yeah, I thought that the dynamics were really interesting. Honestly, I wanted to know more about, I guess, the fight that Sam had. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, Leah looks like she's going to cry. Oh, no. What did I do? I, po- I broke Leah. Well,
0: Leah, tell her about the fight that Sam and John Winchester
1: have. What's well, the relationship there? So, I think this is actually really interesting because, um, so you're specifically referring to the part in which John says something to Sam about, like, I really messed things up between us or something like that, I think is what he says in the episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the whole supernatural begins with Dean going to get Sam from college because dad's gone missing. And the reason Sam is at college is because he didn't want to live this I hunt monsters lifestyle. And the reason he kind of is estranged from his family is because when he decided to go off to Stanford and go to college, his dad basically tells him, well, then don't ever come back here. Like it's a big blow up fight. That open, like, and so that strained relationship is part and parcel with the show from jump. And then John is trickled throughout season one and then dies at the beginning of season two. So there is never a reconciliation between Sam and John. Mm. So like it's been 14 years for Sam. John is directly in the middle of that conflict in which he told Sam to like GTFO and never come back, and you're not my son. You 20, or how old would Sam have been? 18, you 18-year-old little punk. Sam's almost, Sam's like 35, 36 in the show at this point. Like, so it's a, it's a very big, very important thing. John and Sam's strained relationship is a building block of this television show and how Sam uh, chooses to do things throughout the course of the everything. How John treated his sons is at the core of how everything works in Supernatural. (laughs) Fathers and sons, man. Fathers and sons.
2: I will say, interestingly, uh, as someone who had none of that background, I definitely got the sense that like, oh, this is a 300th episode dealing with the mm-hmm. underlying core theme of the show. Yep. Like, I, I could feel that importance, even though I had absolutely no idea what was going on.
1: I'm wondering, actually, how you
2: interpreted John and Mary. I don't know. So I think I'm fixating on the whole he was saving, or he was getting revenge for her. I I couldn't figure it out. I don't know. Tell me things.
1: When when I ask about your interpretation of Mary and John, it's not like what do you think their dynamic is. It's more like I'm wondering if it came across that it has been a very long time that either one of them have seen the other.
2: Yes. I mean, well, he was dead for what? 13 years. So there's that. Okay. Honestly, at the end that shot of her holding his hand and then he disappeared, I was like, oh no. Oh no, what is this show doing to me? I don't like this. <laughs> One of my favorite moments in the whole episode is when
1: Mary says, boys, from the thing, when they're talking to their dad in the kitchen, and John's face crumbles. It's one of my favorite moments in that whole episode, because it's the first time he's heard Mary's voice in, for him, about 18 years, because Mary died when Sam was a baby. Ooh. And so if in John's timeline, Sam just took off, it's about 18 years, I'd say.
2: So that's the thing. Like, it, there was something weird there because, like, I she was, what, dead and then alive and then he was dead. Like, I could not figure out how this all worked, but I could <laughs> tell for sure that they, like, clearly hadn't seen each other in a long time. And that moment when his, fa- like, when he hears her, I picked up on that moment, too, of that, like, oh, my God, this is hearing her voice for the first time and like who knows how long yeah, 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 and like when she walks in and he was there it was, it, yeah it uh it was very touching i also was like oh so she knows they hunt monsters which it sounds like is part of the premise but <laughs> i didn't know that she was talking about how that's also a
1: complicated answer it is it's yeah. a
0: very complicated i answer.
1: just desperately want to walk sierra through all of supernatural so that she really gets the full weight of lebanon <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the reasons why like i knew i knew it'd be a a good episode to test. Yeah. Like, because when you suggested it, like, A, the fact that it's got Denny and you're a huge crazy anatomy fan, like, that's a familiar face, right? And an actor that you know can do good
0: things. Sierra's gonna talk about being face blind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just referring to like a ghost. I thought the Denny Duquette that I I don't remember. Oh my god, do you that? not know now? <laughs> This entire time we've been talking, you did not know that John Winchester was Denny
1: Duquette. No! <laughs> okay, so How would po- I know that? Yeah. Can you please explain to our audience
2: <laughs> that you don't do faces? I don't do faces. I don't recognize people. It's really hard. It makes pop culture challenging. I you said Denny Duquette, and I thought you were referring to like the, the fact ghost. That he was a ghost. Yeah. The actor
1: who plays Denny Duquette is also John Winchester. Oh,
2: cool. That's a fun tie-in. <laughs> I really thought. I don't even know <laughs> what to do with that for me. Keith. I really thought we'd been over that before. I really was going to wait and pause and tell you at a point that was easy for you to cut out of the episode. No, and no then you no, were was like, wait. Uh So when we say, has never watched
1: Supernatural <laughs> before. Clearly has not, because she has not figured out which face belongs to which. Not which face,
0: but like, is, is old white dude? Like, right? Like, yeah. What is yeah. That like? Also, I mean, to be fair, like, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan looks very different. In the last yeah. uh, 15 years. not 15, oh God. like about though, like, like 10. 10 years. Yeah,
2: probably because um,
1: I think he did Supernatural and he did Graze right afterwards. Yeah, this
2: is Graze season 15, 16. 16? Graze is
1: one ahead of Supernatural, and
2: he was in what season like five. Yeah, and he had longer hair and he looked younger, and now Jeffrey Dean Morgan is
1: shaved on a little grizzly because A, he's older, and B, he's been on The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot about Jeffrey Dean Morgan that clearly looks different. Um, <laughs> so yes, that is nice. S- that is, oh, like cute. is fun. Yeah.
2: Oh my god, I can't believe that. I will say for the record that I recognize Jared Padalecki because I've watched Gilmore Girls too many times. There you go. <laughs> and that and that hair doesn't change.
1: Mm-mm. It just gets longer. It, it just gets it longer. <laughs> What did, I'm I'm curious because, like, again, the reason Lebanon was a good choice is because that family drama, like, you can feel it from all angles. It's not just angst. It's also the dynamics. How did it come across to watch, like, the moments that depend upon background knowledge? I'm referring to, like, the part where Sam and Dean, or is it Justine, fight Cass and Zachariah in the bar because they're both. Remember Zach shows up and Cass is there and they fight in the bar. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if Sam is there too. They're about there. Sam and Dean fight Cass and Zach are in the bar. Like does that does that read as anything to you other than these guys know these guys and they're different? Like
2: not really. I mean, these guys know these guys and they're different is a pretty good summary. Yeah. It was like I know that this is supposed to be important. Yeah. I will also say that the stuff that took place in the bunker and the like emotional family stuff mm-hmm. was really what hooked me in this episode because a lot of the action was like, I don't know what's going on. Who are these yes. kids? Am I? Are these kids new in this episode? Do yes. I know who yes. they are? Like, <laughs> what is going on? Mm-hmm. Like, the car got stolen. The cigar box seems like a weird place to keep a ghost. Like, <laughs> that, was I, my, <laughs> that was my favorite thing <laughs> Sierra's ever said. Is what she said, I was like, it's not in the box. <laughs> it is. It's in the box.
1: It's just associated with
2: it. So I was like, this is all kind of weird. I don't mm-hmm. know what this is. But it was honestly once they got into the, like, real meaty family stuff. But mm-hmm. I was like, okay, even without... All of the background knowledge and without, like, complete understanding of all these dynamics, like, I can pick up on the emotion of the scene and, Mm -hmm. like, now I am engaged.
0: Yeah, one of the scenes that really jumps out at me um, in Lebanon for that is the dinner table. Once they are, like, start eating and there's kind of a montage, honestly... 'cause it's like fading across the I I think we're supposed to assume that they sit there for like hours. I quotes. think and Bob Seeger plays, I'm <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> um, that to me feels like the type of scene that is in every show in some right. Like yeah. like like I can think of sitcoms where they have yeah. that dinner table scene. I can think of like particularly, you know, dramatic episodes of Greys that they have that dinner table scene. I can think of, right, like that I feel like like, we're, like, passing food around. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Blue Bloods? I only know that show because I catch it occasionally if my mom is watching it and I'm in town and every time I catch Blue Bloods, they are at a damn
2: dinner table. I was like, I
1: could have sworn this was a cop show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's also thinking about plays like a dinner table Mm -hmm. scene is such a um, trope, for lack Mm -hmm. of a better Mm -hmm. term. But, like, it is, yeah, it connected it to all of these other things that have come before. And really does make you think, because in all of those episodes, it is so rare that you are talking to someone who has come back from the dead. Um, <laughs> to someone.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> Actually, can we be fair? For someone. Yeah, yeah God. They, they've all died. They've all come back from okay. all the dead.
2: So maybe it doesn't matter, because everyone comes back <laughs> no. from the dead. Um, <laughs> no, it does not matter. It, does, it matter. does matter. But there's definitely that feeling of, talking to someone who you haven't seen in a while right it's mm-hmm. the family who mm-hmm. comes in from out of town who you haven't seen since last thanksgiving connected with the what would i say if this person were here
0: yeah uh, and the putting aside of drama like there. that i feel like in other shows those those are always the moments where it's like there's there's something happening outside of the family unit but for now we're at the dinner table just like sharing yeah space.
2: exactly They
0: even say
1: it at some point. I think John is like, can we not be just upset right now and enjoy this? (laughs) Like, Is a really conscious, I think, almost shot through the TV screen at, listen, we only have so much time. We only have 42 minutes and most of the episode was spent not in the bunker. Like I know that you were like, oh, a lot of the episodes in the bunker. I really don't think it is. Really? I'm so I feel very certain that a Based lot They spend way too much time with the kids. Like it takes It's a um, lot of time with the kids and at the with the guy who sells the stuff. There's the whole time where they they go out and they see because you have to see how the town reacts to Sam yeah. and Dean. There's time in the bar, there's time in the post office, like John is not in a lot of this episode. He doesn't show up until almost halfway through. Um, but that's
0: the important stuff, so that's, only, so that's the stuff I pay attention to. That, but that's what I'm yeah. saying,
1: is, like, so much of the episode is lacking in that moment with John. So it's not, we only have 42 minutes. It's really, like, we only have about 12 minutes with this character that we've all wanted to see for 14 years, or 13 years now. Like, so enjoy the moment.
2: Well, I shut think up, really, audience. Just
0: watch it. That's
1: honest Just to love call, though.
2: But that's a thing. There also wasn't a ton of real emotional stuff in the beginning. It almost felt like the rest of the episode was a little cold until you got to that point Mm -hmm. because it like it built it up for you.
0: Also, the dinner table. Just to go back to like really, really deep reading this, the dinner table is this like mahogany color, and so that all of the scenes around it feel warm, warm and rich. Yeah, Mm. they're like very warm and rich. There's a lot of wood in the in that specifically like that room. That section of the bunker.
1: Yeah, there are other parts of the bunker that are like that steel green and blue color that is like very prototypical of like 50s sci-fi mm-hmm. this is like the
2: room in the bucket that feels like a library yeah it's family yeah it did feel like a library, a library. and there's that moment when john is looking at all the books mm-hmm. can you explain the grandfather thing to me is that too much would you like to also talk about time travel and coming back from the dead or actually
0: <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of time travel
2: is this about ghosts or is it about space? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what I was honestly trying to figure it's space out. I was and time. like, is this ghosts? Is it angels? What are these things? All of it, was a, it was a demon. <laughs> what? Yes, it was it a was, demon.
1: It was Abaddon. It was Abaddon. Well,
0: it was John. It was Henry. So, okay, let's. So, Very John's quickly. father disappears when he is young. And that's the story that they've been told their entire lives, or not entire lives, but yeah. John's father disappears when he's young. Uh, we discover in season Abaddon, season Abaddon eight. Oh wow, I was gonna go way later. Than yeah, that. it's eight. It's Abaddon. Uh, in season Abaddon, <laughs> <laughs> that what happened is that John's father was a man of letters, which is the like it's like a secret society that deals with supernatural stuff. So like, there are hunters and there are men of letters, and the men of letters are more like the librarian act, side. The librarian mm. side. They are like they were the people who had the bunker created the bunker so John's father was a man of letters and he came through a portal to the future because a big bad demon basically killed everybody in the men of letters on his
1: initiation night and so to escape her and to save like this this key because she wanted to kill all the men of letters he the only thing he could think to do was to jump forward in time and he was supposed to jump to family and since John Winchester was dead he jumped to his grandsons and then he died in our present. So that's why he never got to go back to see John. But that's also how the boys discovered that they were men of letters, and they got the key, and they went to the bunker, and they have a home. And they met their grandpa. It was nice. It was nice. And then they got to tell John that, hey, your dad didn't up and abandon you. He tried to save the world, and he saved us, and then he died.
0: It's really nice. It was beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that entire family is just, you know, in God's crosshairs. Yeah, really. we
1: could talk about more than one grandfather coming back from the dead, being killed by a demon. It's really rough. <laughs> it's, it's not good. It's not good.
2: I mean, to be fair, people turn to me and they're like, how many planes have crashed on Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> and I'm like, only one has like all the way crashed. There, well, there. I, like, I know at least two planes at yeah. crashed. Yeah. Well, there's that one that flies down in front of Richard. Yeah, I think that
0: counts.
2: Does, I does that mean, count? No one was on
0: it. I don't count it, but I think that like other people could.
2: And there was that turbulence episode that scared me. I hated that episode. Oh, I don't want you. That's that's like giving me like hives right now. Yeah, she had to do surgery on a turbulent plane. No. Mm-mm. So I like, don't like turbulence. I don't like getting poked with things like needles in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> There were no eye it was brain surgery. It wasn't eyes. So um nuts. point being, I guess I can't be like, wow, how convoluted this plot has gotten after fifteen years, cause like I yeah. Things uh, I get mean, convoluted. Your procedurals in your medical
1: dramas, like they're gonna tread out
0: the whack nonsense. Yeah.
1: Supernatural just like has monsters too
0: yeah it's the same thing like it's, it's a, a soap procedural. opera it's a fa- it's a family drama it's a soap opera it, it is, acts like yeah. a procedural sometimes
1: yeah. like you very much can csi it or or er it like depending on what era we're in um i'm trying to think of another what other style of episode would you be interested in checking out would you want to like Would you be like okay feed me another 42 minutes would you want more family emotional stuff or would you be interested in learning monster stuff like what is the kind of thing you that you think would be
2: interesting to you Personally, I still am like the monster stuff a little weird, but uh, like the meta episode sounds cool, like the family stuff. I think so. Obviously, we talk about Harry I do Potter. Think changing a lot. channels is next for her. I was about to. Uh, changing channels was my suggestion for Sierra, so. Okay. I don't know what that means. It's another meta episode. Okay. Because uh, we talk about Harry Potter a lot, but I honestly think that Harry Potter does not really represent the things that I'm into. Mm-hmm. Um, most of what I like is very different from Harry Potter, but I think that what works in Harry Potter is that you learn enough of the rules of the magic that like, the world makes sense, and then it is just a story where people happen to do magic. And so like the idea of following the monsters more doesn't super appeal to me, but who knows, maybe I'll watch another one and then I'll go, okay, fine.
0: The way that I would describe Supernatural under that perspective is that it's a story where the people happen to hunt monsters. Yeah, that's their job. Like it is a like it is very much if if doing surgery is the job (laughs) on Grey's Anatomy, hunting monsters just happens to be their job. Yeah. And so much of the story is in the smaller moments and the and the things in between. It's the reason why
1: this show is very easy to pick out family dramas or like angsty moments or emotional moments, because like almost every episode has a moment with. Either the brothers having a sit down and a cry and a talk, or they're friends, or they're mourning someone, or they're looking for a resolution. Like, almost every episode has that moment where you're like, I've been laughing this whole thing, and now, oh no, I'm crying again. Like, it is very, very, very common in this show.
2: I have one more question. Yeah. Speaking of things I got emotionally invested in. Yes. The kids at the beginning. Yeah. Um, who for the most part I was a little tired of. And, yeah, man. Um, I was watching it and I was like, "She's into her." Yes, and then right? that made me so happy. Yeah, 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 yeah they do. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It, they're mm-hmm. really cute. They're, they're only really like
1: cute. one other episode, but like they they do play that off. That
2: well, was so nice. That it was, was, was very adorable.
1: Sweet. The new girl flirting with the girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's very little <sighs> queer representation in Supernatural, so when when it, when it shows up, it is it is it is, it is like manna from heaven. Just drink it up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Give me more. The other note I wrote down was flirting with the post office lady is weird. But she likes Sam. No, she does not. No, Sam Uh, goes in first and is like, please tell me how to find Max. And she's like, hell no. And then Dean comes in and is like, please. It's like me. So like, it's less.
1: So I know what you're saying. And Dean does tend to alert but what's funny is that typically Sam is the puppy dog like send him in to win over because Sam's got the pretty hair yep. and he's got the big eyes and he's got a sad face and the cougars love him yes it's actually a trope is that cougars love Sam but Dean is the type to be because he never got to be a mama's boy so like especially with slightly older women he's like He's the kind who would sit down and tell and like help you with your groceries and then like you would cook him a dinner. Mm. So I think that's the relationship he has with the post office woman where it's like, How are the kids? How are the grandkids? You know you love me. Aren't we besties? I definitely like helped you fix that dent in your car. Like that's it seems like flirting, but that's more where Dean was going with it. Okay. Were it Sam, I would have said that's probably flirting <laughs> because the cougars love Sam. Multiple, multiple pieces of evidence. <laughs> Very bizarre. it's bizarre. bizarre. Yeah. It's the hair. It's because he's so big.
0: I, I mean it's yeah. like
1: oh this he I'm can not, pro- I'm, he can protect me. I'm into it. I wouldn't kick Sam out of bed. <laughs> no. Well, how badly do you feel like being murdered two episodes later?
0: <laughs> Sometime if it's my time to go.
1: <laughs> if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. Season season four, Sam. Yes, when he's not acting like a tripped out weirdo, but like is extra buff in season four. <laughs>
0: okay, we can't do this. Though like to rank our, to rank the brothers by season would be interesting.
1: I could do it. I could do it. Season, I can do it right now. Season eight, Sam is my favorite hair. Season four, Sam is, is naked in the very beginning with Ruby and you're like, woof.
0: Like a tree. Yeah. I guess I'll watch those episodes, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. We, can just we, got, we got you for those. We
1: got <laughs> you. A greatest hits of the boys. The boys used to sleep in no shirts and, like, boxers. And then very quickly, they started putting them in, like, flannel pants and T-shirts. Like and I got water. so bugged out.
0: Because they're old
2: guys yeah. now.
1: seriously. <laughs> they're, like, old men. They want to be cozy or something.
0: Ugh, yeah. Weird. All right. This this trade has gotten off the tracks. So, no. Maybe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> But no, we really appreciated talking about supernatural with you. And yes. we're gonna make you a convert and I'm really excited to keep talking oh. about supernatural. Oh, that's right. This is my actual
1: final question. Based on what you saw, would you be interested in watching
2: more? Yeah, I think so. You don't have to say it to placate me. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like we talked about, the monsters thing doesn't super excite me. But like I clearly asked you a lot of questions. I wanted to know about these dynamics. Mm-hmm. So for the right episode, yeah, you could make me watch another one.
1: Is there a world in which we can make you watch all, like,
2: 15 seasons of it? That's a lot. You're going to have to uh, sell me better than that. I'm up to it. But it was really exciting to talk about Supernatural with you, because normally you talk about Supernatural in front of me, so (laughs) it was was really exciting to be part of the club now. (laughs) Look, it's just, it's our job to talk
0: about Supernatural. That's
1: true. I'm a professional Supernatural talker. Sierra, thank you so much for coming and playing Yay, with us. this was really you. good. This was fun. Is
2: there anything you want to plug? Yeah. where can people find you? You can find me online at Sierra R Fox. Every pretty much everywhere. Letter
1: R, not A R E.
2: Yeah, the letter R, like a middle initial, because Sierra Fox was taken by like some squatter. Whatever. All right, bye. Bye.